0: When I met Bernie, he was a vivacious one-year-old, completely bilingual doggy from the Dominican Republic. His companion, a friend of my son, Javier, could not take care of this dog any longer, so he gave Bernie to my son. I had just graduated from seminary and needed a place to stay until I was going to go to Wheeling, West Virginia, where I was doing my internship. Javier, who was living in New York at the time, invited me to stay with him in the meantime. When I entered the apartment with my suitcase, ready to start my journey there, Bernie looked at me as if asking, who are you and what are you doing here? It took me a while to start warming up to this muscular caramel-colored canine. I did not like that he seemed interested in being with me only when I was going to the kitchen. If I get Bernie a treat, he will jump and be happy. If he did not get something from me, he would leave the kitchen with his head down as he's saying, what a waste of my time. Soon I started to observe my own behavior and the feelings I was projecting on Bernie. At one point I realized that this young dog, with all his intelligence and change of moods and expressions, was still an animal with less mental and emotional neediness than I, a complicated, rationalizing, and judgmental human. Little by little, Bernie started to keep me company when I was watching TV or when I was writing at my desk. And little by little, I started to pat him and to play with him very gingerly at the beginning and a little bit more confident later. So one day, he tried to lick my hand and another day, my face. That level of intimacy, I could not take. So I was very surprised when one day I felt very close to Bernie and very tender towards him. So holding his hand, face in my hands, I kissed him. That evening when my son came home, I asked him, Javier, what kind of dog is Bernie? He answered, American Staffordshire Terrier related to pit bulls. Well, that did it. Horrors. I had kissed a pit bull. I had played and even given treats to a pit bull. For a while, okay. For a while, I did not even want to look at Bernie the Pitbull. <laughs> Then I had this epiphany. Bernie was the same creature before and after I knew that he was a pit bull. That happens, that's human life. Welcome to families. Okay, so then I said that I had this epiphany. Bernie was the same creature before and after I knew about his breed. It was my prejudice against his kind that made me react with fear and disdain towards him. Bernie was innocent, and I was the lesser of the two for my insensitive and ignorant behavior. Then, I had another realization that shook me to my core. Oh no, I said, this is what happened to me and my children. The moment some people realized that I was Colombian, their stereotypes and fears were activated. When I was searching for a house to buy, the realtor wouldn't sell or even show me houses in certain neighborhoods because I was Latina and all the jokes about me being a Colombian cocaine trafficker. This is what we do to people when we learn, people that we learn to fear and despise, from a president of color down to innocent undocumented children of immigrants. If we perceive them as being or even looking different from us, our prejudices and stereotypes rear their ugly heads. Three years ago, when my son noticed that his beloved dog was declining, unable to run, climb stairs, even eat, he called me to let me know what was happening. I traveled to Philadelphia to see Bernie and to say my goodbyes. I was in tears seeing the contrast of Bernie now and the one who used to run like a bullet and jump with joy and wagged his tail like a whip every time he saw me. I called him, Bernie, Bernie, I came to see you. He didn't move and barely opened his eyes. During my two-day visit, I kept him company and rubbed his soft fur many times without getting much of a response. (laughs) Yet, I could not believe what happened when I went to see, to say my final goodbye. Bernie tried to raise his head, look at me with a trace of joy, and wag his tail. What a beautiful memory now I carry in my heart. I am grateful for having had Bernie in my life. We were friends for 14 years. This beloved Pitbull taught me a huge lesson about my latent, pre- latent prejudice against his breed. This prejudice was activated the moment I knew he was one of them. He was different. I had feared, I had learned to fear his kind. Let unchecked check this prejudice would have been very damaging to both of us. Bernie could have been deprived of my love and care and I could have been deprived of his affection and playfulness. Most importantly, I could have been deprived myself of the opportunity of combating my prejudice and becoming a better human being. In our call to worship, Denise Levertov invited us to come into animal presence, to observe the idiosyncrasies of serpents, llamas, armadillos, rabbits, and to be in awe of their beings. Like Lebertov, one cannot help but ask, what is this joy that no animal falters, but knows what must do? May we be attentive to the lessons of modern Nature, each spe- species with his amazing powers and abilities to survive and even thrive in hostile environments. May we remember the persistence and courage of the itsy bitsy spider, and not be scared and defeated by the storms. Let us trust that the sunshine will come and dry the rain, and let us start climbing again and again until we reach the top of our dreams. Let us not falter and turn away from that holy presence that animates and infuses our world with joy of being with the challenge not only of surviving, but of thriving even under adverse circumstances. Let us be grateful to that mysterious and knowable source of all for our lives and for our amazing earthly home. Let us continue being respectful and caring toward myriad awesome creatures, flora and elements to which we are interconnected in this amazing indescribable web of which we are a part. Amen, ashe, and blessed be. Please join me now in the responsive blessing of the animals in community, which is in the insert of your ordinary of worship. Surrounded by the animals we love, We remember with gratitude the pets, protectors, and companions who had blessed our lives. We give thanks for our past pets who taught us to love and to cry. We give thanks for our present pets who brighten our days and comfort our nights and who help us learn responsibility and relationship no matter how old or young we are. Surrounded by the animals we love, We know that many animals contribute to our lives. We give thanks for all those who, unknowingly and unasked, help us. For worker animals, the dogs who guard us and find our lost and guide our blind. For beasts of farm and field who provide us with food and clothing, who tote our burdens and entertain us with their pranks. And for the animals who give their lives so that we might live. Spirit of life, surrounded by the animals we love, help us to remember that we live and work and love among animals. Help us to be their friends, to love them and care for them and protect them from harm. To thank them when we use their lives for ours. Especially this morning, Spirit of life, bless these animals who are the companions of our lives. May we reaffirm our place in the great web of life with our outpouring of gratitude for these, our beloved pets, and for all creation. We bless these animals we love as they bless us with their presence in our lives. We pledge to care for them tenderly and faithfully and to remember that we are not alone on earth.